Hello and welcome to episode 228 of the FPL Surgery Podcast. My name's Rich and we're recording on the 18th of October 2021. It, we're recording just before and it will be slightly during the Arsenal against Crystal Palace game. Um, but thank you to everyone, obviously, that's joined us instead of watching that game. And as always, <laughs> I'm here with Dave. Hi, Dave. Yeah, you're very welcome. I wasn't wanting to watch that game, but, you know, we've got a stream. We've got to do, <laughs> we've got to do what we've got to do. Um, no, it's 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 the best possible game. I think I have literally no one in there. So thank you very much. Um, and yeah, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, headlines for today are the premium strikers, of course, again, for the billionth time, we're going to keep talking about this. Um, best 5.5 to 8.0 midfielders, excluding Rafina, uh, and captaincy for game week nine. Well, there you go. Nice and easy. Um, but before we get into all that, Rich, we have a wonderful guest. We do. A, re a regular surgery guest as well. He's got three top 10k finishes. Two are in the top two and a half k. And he's a wizard on spreadsheets. Um, so welcome to the podcast. I don't know to call you Jossie or John. I'll probably flip between them, but well, welcome, John. <laughs> I will do. I will do. Cheers, Rich. Cheers, Dave. Thanks for having us back on. I think I've been now, I've been on with every lineup of, of the surgery um, <laughs> cast That's amazing. hosts. Um, yeah, and, and this time YouTube. So yeah, great to be back. Uh, always a pleasure consistency that's what that is like you're just continuously um good and therefore an amazing guest and we'll have you on every year if we can <laughs> yeah even, even when the co-hosts change <laughs> amazing um if you're new here on youtube thank you very much for joining us if you're here all the time thank you very much for coming back and if you're listening and you want a wee sneak peek to see how we look uh, you can come and find us on youtube just search fpl surgery um and we've got some stats to start with rich is that right we do yeah so obviously um ping green last week um mocked us for set sorting by shots so i've <laughs> amended it this week and i've so sorted the game week eight stats um, by expected goal involvement. Um, yeah, so well done. top of the pile is as expected Bobby Firmino. As expected. And then we've got D Dakar in second, Salah, Perez, and then obviously Harry Kane. He rounds out the top five. Um, John, if we come to you, did anything stand out for you this week? And I know I didn't show you this graph before, um, but were there any standout oh, things um, for, the, for game week eight? Uh Look at these. I mean, obviously, and, and and I saw Bobby with the eye test. Um, to be honest, he wasn't setting the world alight earlier in the game. I think some of his passing was wayward, but he, he's he's getting himself in the right position now. The xG is high because, as you probably saw, he he was he finished a number of shots um, up almost on the goal line. So he's he's getting those poaching opportunities. So he's looking good. And it does it does worry me for for Jota prospects. Um, other than that, I mean, Armand Salah's there all the time. Bowen Bowen's a, a, a sly little one who keeps chipping away. Um, with he keeps popping up on the stats charts, but probably not delivering enough. And I think we've got enough West Ham assets in our teams um, as it is. But nothing really. Redmond, God, he, he very rarely appeared. <laughs> We're getting to the dregs now, eh? Showed his, showed his face there. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's nice to see. I'm sure you're glad to see it. That this obviously the three Liverpool players you mentioned. I mean, it really was about Liverpool this week, and I think a lot of the, uh, this episode is going to be about Liverpool. Um, obviously, the slightly tougher upcoming fixtures. Well, yeah, probably tougher. Um, but the, you've obviously been the standout team as it when it comes to FPL. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good to see Bobby back because I think 12 months, 18 months, he hasn't been the same player. Um, he hasn't scored enough goals and, and, and Manny and Salah have, have uh, kept us afloat. But he hasn't even... Firmino was always seen as that player who made the system work, who mm-hmm. uh, enabled Salah and Manny to do their magic. But I don't even think he'd been doing that for the previous 12 months or so. But he, he definitely seems to be in in, uh, in a good vein of form now and getting his... his um, yeah. He's full of confidence. So, yeah, I've got high hopes for Bobby. Yeah, it was, nice. it was, it's whenever I think of Firmino, like, or sorry, false nine, he's the first name that comes into my head. Like just the way that he, the, the, the way that I think the problem is that I would never be able to go for him ever. Like as an FPL asset to, to think about bringing him in again, after the amount of times that he's burned me personally and most other people who have ever brought him in the last three years or something like, and then for him to do it on a day where most people own the other striker that they have was it's probably hurt a lot of people um thankfully i got rid of him uh jota the the day before but still like it's um, it's it's kind of annoying because for amino is so much more expensive and jota looks always always looks good and never scores and stuff so it's kind of bittersweet that Firmino's back because it means that now jota's not an option anymore really especially when he comes in and absolutely outclasses Jota last four games or something. Do you know what I mean? Like he's now got more points with three less games played or something. I thought I thought there was not to take anything away from him, but I thought it was one of the luckiest big point hauls that I've ever seen. I mean, the combined <laughs> he had that lucky part with the offside. There was, you know, I think the combined shot, you know, total of the shots that he took were must have been about, you know, five or six yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Should should we get into our into our game weeks though? Um, yeah, let's do it. If, if we should we start with sharp with John? Um, now, like we mentioned, we are partway through. You know, we still got Arsenal to play, and they're playing Palace tonight. Um, but how how's it going so far, John? I, I'm pretty happy to be fair. I was off the back of an awful week last week, plummeted a little bit, but only down to 54k. Um, I actually brought in Cancelo before a ball was kicked over the international break because I brought him in for Omo Bamadeli. I was confident that even if I was a bit threadbare, um, Omo Bamadeli losing him was getting me an extra player in the team. So I bought Camancello in before he rose. Then right the night before um, deadline, um, just before Foden rose, I decided to drop out Jota for Foden, pick for a hit, um, which thankfully just paid and. Um, and I think now I would want rid of Jota. Um, but overall, I mean, Salah and a, a defensive rearguard action has, has saved my week. You must have been actually quite glad that it was Firmino that got the points then and not Jota. That could have <laughs> could have really backfired. I have to be honest. I mean, after I was glad he got the second goal because I thought from the point he got the second goal, they'll leave him on for the hat-trick. 
I didn't want to get the Arctic too early because <laughs> that Watford side, if he'd have come on with 20, 30 minutes, he could have had a brace. I mean, it was a really poor performance by Watford. So I, I was nervous. And I'll be honest, having I made the move because... Oh, I think we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> spoilers. I think we'll, I think we'll spoilers. Next week's transfers. No, no the rationale around making the transfer. Oh, uh, okay. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Cool. Cool. Yeah, we. I think we got a question. Question on that um, from someone. Um, but Dave, if we go go over your team quickly, you did something crazy, clever. I don't know. <laughs> well, it seems clever now, but it was crazy at the time. Um, or maybe it's crazy now. I don't know. Um, I think more people were annoyed at me for captain and De Bruyne than bringing him in. Um, but I. I mean, it's Burnley, and they always score five goals. And I know Salah's been playing amazing, but I didn't expect Firmino to get a hat trick and for them to get five goals. Um, and there was only two points in in it, so I was quite pleased with it. Um, I did a minus eight, uh, brought in Walker, Cancelo, De Bruyne, and Mbwemo, and took out Torres, Jota, uh, Shaw, and Trent. Because um, I just wanted three City, and this was the easiest way to do it. Um, and also Torres is the reason why I've been playing with 10 men for like five weeks in a row or something. I think it is actually three weeks. I have had 10 men on the pitch because of someone or other. Um, but yeah, so I did the big hits. Um, Kinsella went well, De Bruyne went well, and Buemo hit the post twice. Um, Walker didn't play, but you know, he's going to eventually come back. I didn't know who to go for with the Laporte or Stones as I did it the night before and I wasn't too um happy with with going for either of them because i wasn't too sure so i just decided to go for walker instead and it turned out it didn't matter <laughs> but to be fair though uh diaz was also benched so i wasn't too happy it just feels like they they gave a lot of rest to their you know players that spend more time on the pitch so i wasn't too bothered about that and then finally uh cody's coming off my bench uh with a cheeky wee goal which is awesome so I think my points total will be like 74, but I might minus say eight. so 69. Yeah. Yeah. Amazingly. Yeah. And what about yourself, <laughs> Rich? <laughs> I was just going to say with your one, it could have gone, you know, it could have gone really, really bad. Um, does it not worry you not having Trent? Nope. Nah. No? He hasn't okay. really been doing the much. Uh, 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 I mean, he has been attacking, and, and it's not fair to say that he hasn't been, but it just it seems like their goals aren't coming from, like, crosses in. It's more like Salah masterclasses and little one-twos in the box and stuff, and Trent is obviously going to be someone who's coming back into my team at some point. Um, but I just wanted three City for this run, and then I'll probably get him back a little bit later, but he hasn't really rose in price or anything too much. Like, he's he's still there. Just not, not too far. He nearly scored from open play against Watford. I know, I know, I hilariously. Um, but he didn't, and uh, so what I said yeah. was technically correct. Because <laughs> I, I, have, I haven't got Trent, and I was petrified. And yeah, I during that game, I knew I'd made a mistake removing him. Like, I mean, pretty much straight away. Obviously, partly that's because Watford is so bad. Ah, it's Watford. But yeah. yeah, but you got you got away with it this week, and I like the De Bruyne pick. So. Thank Good you job. very much. Thank you very much. And I got I got away with not having Jota because if he had scored a hat trick, I'd have been raging. <laughs> yeah, <you> both would. <laughs> All right, your turn, Rich, Mister Fifty Three. Yeah. So I got no. So I'm actually on. So Connor Cody scored, didn't he? So I've got sixty points. Is that sixty points? Fifty three plus seven. Yeah. yeah. I've got sixty sixty points from ten. 
Um, unfortunately, I maybe got 10 because, well, Alonso didn't play, Rafinha didn't play. My bench is awful with Scarlett and Gilmore. Mm. Um, I ended up doing... Who, who did I even remove now? Um, <laughs> it's the first week in a while that you didn't oh, take Rudiger. a hit. So, like, there's only literally one transfer to remember. It was, yeah, it was, it was tricky. I was thinking about this a lot. And I removed Rudiger. And I was contemplating Rhys James, who obviously only got one point. I was contemplating Tierney, who's playing as we record. I ended up going for John Stones because there was a rumor that he, that he was going to play. Mm. Um, he got he got six points. Um, but I've just realized this week, you know, my bench is too weak. I, I All I'm doing is transfers on defenders and bringing in John Stones hasn't helped, hasn't helped that at all. And I've got two Man United I players. Say, I, I, I realized that there was a rumor that Stones was going to play this week, but it's not necessarily a rumor that John Stones is back in the starting lineup, is it? Yeah. Well, no, this is the thing. So I thought Laporte might have been dropped and he Stones was playing ahead of Laporte. And then I was thinking if that was the case, he might then keep the shirt. But then mm. obviously what happened was Diaz was dropped. And so we have no further clarity on Stones. And I think it was a bit of a mistake in hindsight. It's got me six points, but I'm on wild card now. <laughs> yeah, there we go there. And, and it's dropped. I figured because I, after I seen this or I heard you were on wild card, I was like, oh, that's why you got Stones in. But you said that you didn't know you were going to go on wild card. So like Stones seems like a one week punt. But it wasn't. You just made a mistake. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I didn't. There was a few. There was a few things here. Like I thought Alonso might play. I thought Man United might not be terrible. Um, yeah. and, and I thought Stones might have replaced the port. All of those things I was wrong on. So yeah. I mean, it, you were right though. You didn't. You didn't bring in Tierney. And uh, I mean, that's right or wrong. But you know, if he keeps a clean sheet, say, then that's at least an equal transfer. Um, you didn't go for Laporte, which was decent. And um, who was the other one you said you were going to go for? But to be honest, I looked at almost every every almost single defender. One. I even looked at Cucurella. Well, it was um, a good choice. <laughs> it was a good choice. Wow, that would have been mental. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so far, until Tini scores a brace or something tonight, like Stones was probably the best I could have done. Yeah, um, you've done so well. How much some, was he as well? He's 5.2, 5.3, something like that. But apparently he's not in the Champions League squad. Um, but anyway, I've... So many defensive transfers I've had to take out, you know, over the last few weeks, like Webster, Eiling, I took out Trent, I took out Rudiger. Mm. I, I, I can't use any more transfers on defenders. I've just got a wild card and start again. <laughs> I'm excited to see your wild card, by the way. Me too. I haven't looked at it <laughs> I yet. I what it would be. <laughs> I haven't looked at it yet. I know it's been there and I put it on the stream, but I actually just didn't look. It just goes in a wee file. So I've been I'm very, very excited. Um, it has to be better than mine for sure. <laughs> for sure i hope so um, should we get into the get into the first headline yeah go for it what are we looking at so our first headline it's quite simply it's premium strikers there's been a lot of talk around about them obviously i've got two of them ronaldo and lukaku who have been absolutely useless um for points wise <laughs> for weeks on end and then consistently jamie vardy scoring goals mm-hmm. so if we go to you first john um we've got a, well let's not start with a question um, but what are your thoughts on, for example, Ronaldo and Lukaku? Just, just for example. Sure. Okay. Well, I was dead set against premium right from the outset. I never fancied putting all that budget into Salah plus the big two. Um, I, I was initially very keen to get Lukaku um, before Ronaldo lands into, into the league. He, that forced my hand. And Ronaldo looked like he was setting the world alight. Lukaku looked like he was setting the world alight. 
Um, and as I say, both are now faltering. Um, Ronaldo, he's not going to not score. Um, I haven't sold him two weeks ago for Lukaku. It's made very little difference. I, I was delighted two weeks ago when I took a minus eight to lose Ronaldo at the death and find that Ronaldo didn't start. I thought, I'm quitting <laughs> here. Decent transfer. And, yeah, and then Lukaku does nothing either. Um, so <laughs> I'm very happy to own Lukaku for now. Um, people talking about ditching him now for Vardy. Madness, um, in my opinion, with Norris coming up. But certainly, anyone who's got the, the double up up front probably needs to lose one. And I think Ronaldo with those fixtures, United looking the way they do, and they don't seem to have found a system that's playing to Ronaldo's strengths at all. Um, so I, I think Ronaldo it needs to make way at the moment. And yeah, Lukaku with those fixtures, you can't let him go. So I, I think for the time being, it's a no-brainer to roll with Lukaku and get off Ronaldo as quickly as possible. And I agree with you there. I agree. Um, so one reason with Ronaldo I kept in last week was that obviously they were playing Leicester, which, I mean, Leicester have not been very good defensively, but obviously the fixtures get even tougher now um, for, for Ronaldo. Um, yeah. I'm just, just wondering, though, because, I mean, Mark Bison asked this question, for every attacking stat under the sun, Vardy is smashing Lukaku. So why aren't we making the switch and banking the savings? Now, I mean, John, obviously you've already alluded to you'll stick to Lukaku because he's got the fixtures. Would you rather have like Vardy than Ronaldo, though, for example? Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's funny. I remember having a conversation um, in, in one of our groups and somebody said, this is probably the season when uh, Vardy's probably going to slowly be wheedled, uh, slowly be sidelined and, and he's getting older and he's not mm -hmm. going to have the same output. He just doesn't seem to slow down. <laughs> no, <laughs> he can't. If the he slows is... down, he'll break something. He's got to just keep going yeah. a million miles an hour. I mean, if you recall, last season, he was managing an ongoing problem. He seemed mm -hmm. to be injured every game, but, but just managed his way through it. But he, he's still going. And yeah, so to be honest... I just I don't love the Leicester fixtures, and it's probably going to punish me to continue to overlook Vardy. But for the time being, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to um, Lukaku. Yeah, Brentford away, Arsenal home, Leeds away, Chelsea home, Watford home. I feel like if you haven't got them now, I mean you could punt on them. That'd be fine if you're going to be wildcarded soon. But I can't. I, loads of people have just wildcarded, right? I can't imagine them all of a sudden finding. 10 million somewhere it's going to be really difficult to to move all your players to get there so he will be um still quite a differential for a while i think it's one of your things rich where you said like the more expensive they are the slower everyone is to jump on them right yeah and it went horrifically last season when i had players like vardy and mané but then this season it would probably have been the time Time to do it. But obviously that has nothing to do with how many points they score. The the interesting thing with these premium strikers, I was thinking, because we, we've obviously got the new players in Lukaku and Ronaldo or the new premiums. And then we've got the, the old premiums like Kane and Vardy, mm -hmm. not age-wise, but Kane and Vardy, we know 100% they've got penalties. And it's, it sounds funny saying it because there's not actually been that many penalties this season. Yeah. But we know you've got two nailed players in Vardy and Kane with penalties. And then we've got Ronaldo and Lukaku. We're still not sure if they're on penalties. I mean, 
Ronaldo, you'd have to assume, isn't if Bruno's on the pitch. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that comes into either of your thinking when, you, when you're picking these players. Absolutely. I mean, I think it has to. Um, last year, as a Man United penalty taker, you'd have expected... 10 goals out of them, probably. Um, but yeah, like you say, the penalties have dried up um, since there used to be an edict on the refs to to allow play to go on and not to penalise minor contact. We're getting no penalties now. Yeah. It's strange, though, because I still look at them. I still look at who's on penalties. And like when I've been building my wildcard like the last couple of days, I've been thinking, I've been like, every time I set a team or a draft, I count how many penalty takers are because I want to have at least like three or four because it just feels obviously like like three goals. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just yeah. just not happening. And I remember being so angry last season when I didn't have Bruno and he was scoring a penalty every week, you know, for his 10-pointer. Yeah. Um, they play towards I what... it, I think. They haven't been playing towards that this season. They feel like, I feel like Manchester United don't really have a, a game plan. Might just be me. Well, a lot, a lot of the penalties were being won by Martial and Rashford, I think, last season. Who... Yeah barely played um so have they got the same players who are winning those kind of pens um what i also think these things um they sometimes go through cycles you remember last season they were giving out penalties like confetti and then all of a sudden changed the rules and and were given none yeah there could come a point midway through the season where the referee association look and say we're not dishing out any penalties here let's change our approach and all of a sudden the penalties start to flow again. I actually like it. I, I don't think like penalties ruin games, in my opinion. I mean, I know they should be there sometimes, and it's kind of like, you know, that should have been a pen, this should have been a pen and stuff. But I think we're getting closer and closer to it being correct calls most of the time. Like, it's definitely better than last season. Um, I agree. But um, I'm just looking at the fixtures now, because obviously fixtures do come into our thinking with these things. And Chelsea is right up there, almost at the top. Um, mm-hmm. and we all know that and we all have Lukaku because of that but Man United are right at the bottom and f- in second place second worst only to Brighton um, based on the hub stuff and then and then Leicester are fourth worst so for me like Vardy would be amazing three weeks ago but and then you could maybe if you had him for a while you could be like oh well I'll just keep him because he's been doing well I'll get rid of him when he's rubbish but do you think that the fixtures benefit Vardy or not, John? Do you think that he's, uh, uh, regardless of how he's playing, he'll score? Or Because Manchester United aren't exactly someone where we can look at and think, oh, you know, he scored against Man United, he can score against anyone. Like, it's not really the case anymore. No, it's it's not. Um, the, it's always been said that Fardy's one of those players who does do better in tougher fixtures because mm. he's, a, he's a player who's great at catching players on the break. I'm not sure if that's the way he's playing these days as he gets a little bit older yeah um i don't know if he still has that electric pace i know he has a lot of joy against arsenal so i I don't think um that's a fixture that i fear brentford is certainly looking a very strong side leeds i think you can get that um chelsea you wouldn't fancy but then again watford at home you could have a field day so there's three fixtures there in the next five that you'd think he could get a lot of joy at yeah, I think that, so he did, I think a few weeks ago, I th- I was thinking about getting him because there was that easy run of fixtures. So I do think that's part, partly gone into it. And yeah. like John just says, going through those fixtures now, Brentford are quite tough. 
I think maybe we could start looking at Vardy maybe game week 11 when they got leads. Otherwise, you can wait till, like John said, till game week 13 when they got Watford, Southampton, Villa, Newcastle. That's a quite nice run because I know some people have been looking at getting rid of Lukaku in a few weeks to go to Kane, but you could look at to yeah. go to go to Vardy. But that's that's possible as well. Um, you could do both. You could get rid of uh, Salah if you want. You could just get rid of everyone. You can I go right up the top. Salah. <laughs> this is something that's made this game so boring now. Like yeah. I've never thought about perma caps, but I think Salah's pretty much there. Like this week might be different, but I, I don't think there's going to be many weeks we're not captain in Salah. Yeah, it's tough. No. I mean, it, it, I, I think the simple fact that we've got an asset. Sorry, go. No, 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 no. You go. The, the the simple fact that we've got an asset like Lukaku at home to Norwich and we're debating captain in them <laughs> says it all. And we're debating captain in them when he's at, at Old Trafford. It seemed like such a no-brainer. I mean, I remember everyone looking at this weeks ago and like we have to have Lukaku for this run. And genuinely, last night I was thinking, do I need him on wildcard? Like, could I just go for like Vardy, Antonio, and Tony? Like, I, I'm not going to do it. But <laughs> Please I, it do was it. A genuine, it was a genuine thought because I've owned Lukaku like since the second game he joined the league, and it's been horrible. Apart from the week I captained him. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> and even be... when he scored that brace against Villa, it was two shots. Yeah. Aye. Like he's not been putting up putting up the stats. Well, but... to be fair, if we think about it, right? So from that Aston Villa when he scored the the brace, right, he went against Tottenham and they scored three goals but he wasn't involved. Fair enough. Then they played Man City. So that's a tough game. Then they played Southampton. They, again, they scored three goals and he wasn't involved, which is annoying. I would say that's his first proper blank. Cause I, I never expected my guys to do well against the top six, even if you know they're not doing too well. So I wouldn't expect him mm. to score. And he's had goals um, disallowed a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. But then Southampton was his first proper blank for me since the, the brace. And then he played Brentford and they looked so good against Chelsea. Like... They they should have scored a couple of times. Then the last fifteen minutes, them just going at it constantly, trying, trying, trying to score. It was so good. Um, it's actually interesting. It makes me think I want Vardy for the Brentford game because if they start doing that against Leicester and he gets the ball, like it's 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 a goal because he's so good at that. But in regards to like Lukaku was taken off what the seventy fifth minute or something. Like they just they needed yeah. another defender. They they didn't have an out ball for fifteen minutes, and it was just because of how good Brentford were playing. So I don't know if Lukaku is necessarily like not doing well or it's just that, you know, he's happy when the team are doing, you know, they've already scored three goals. What's the point? Or, you know, we need to defend at this time. Maybe he's just an overall rounded player now than what we're used to him just being selfish like Salah, for example. But I still wouldn't get rid of him. <laughs> uh, I mean, I went into that well, game. The thing is... Oh, sorry. Go on, John. Go on, John. <laughs> and I was just going to say... It, even if it were Adam Armstrong, um, Pookie, uh, if they were playing Norwich at home, Newcastle away, Burnley at home, wouldn't contemplate selling them, even for a budget striker. Yeah. So Lukaku playing for a, a title challenge in Chelsea team, yeah, you've got to keep him, haven't you? It's a good point. It's a good point. And also, Vardy, I mean, as an alternative, he's only ticking over. It's not like he's getting, you know, hat-tricks or anything. So... Yeah, I, th I think I think I was just disappointed because I went into that game knowing I was going to wildcard and I was thinking in my mind that like, I could get Lukaku and Werner here. And then you watch Chelsea play and you're like, oh, <laughs> A lot of people did it. To. A lot of people did that, crazily enough. I when, think Werner went up in price. 
Yeah, it's just you watch them play and they are boring. Like even that Villa game where Lukaku scored the brace, obviously his second goal was in like the 90 odd minutes or something, but they just didn't look like they had no attacking intent for most of the second half. They're happy just to pass it around, sit back, and they're not going to destroy a team heavily like like Liverpool are, for example. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's the disappointing thing. The game changed on the red card as well. Exactly. I mean, they were, they were, you know, the underdog almost in that game until the red card happened. But yeah, but if should we move on to, we got a second headline. So the best 5.5 to 8 billion midfielders, it comes from Josh. So thanks, Josh. And he said, excluding Rafinha. I like so that exclusion. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's fair? Do, do we all agree that we'd, let's pretend we're wildcarding and we, you know, have to have three budget midfielders alongside Salah. Yeah. Would we all have Rafinha in that, in that team? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah, it's 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 great because if if he didn't say that, then he might as well have just said who is your you know you pick two because it's it's yeah. like he was always going to be our right Rafina and then who else? So that's decent. But I don't have Rafina right now. I'm gonna I think there's going to be another player we're all going to have. Is it Embuemo? Yeah, yeah. Talk to me yeah. about Embuemo. I think so. Mr. Post, isn't it? Brain. He's playing up front. We just said how good Brentford were against Chelsea. Yeah, they were meant to be a good defensive team. So yeah. I almost that, that's why I think you know if you're picking it you're pick, going to pick Rafinha alongside Salah and you're going to have Embuemo. It's nuts that he's still two point nine percent owned. How crazy is that? It is. Well, I think people have been waiting for the it's, fixtures to change. But wildcard and everything. Like, do you think that is it? Do you think because if I was on wildcard, I would just have him and bench him. Like I got him last week and I just benched him because he, he I want him long term and or at least for the fixtures. Do people not do that anymore? Do people not wildcard and have some players that they want in a couple of game weeks, but because they're wildcard? Is, is it just me? Am I playing my wildcards wrong? I, I've been playing it wrong this season, I'll tell you that. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. What do you think, John? En bueno. I don't know. I mean, it, it might have put me off getting him on, on a wildcard. Certainly to double up with him and Tony. Um, I have Tony at the moment, and, and I feel like I've got the wrong one. Uh, mm. Tony, it surprised me from his output last season that he's now this deeper player who seems to be feeding him in Bomo. Um, it's almost like a cane yeah, roll. Ha- yeah, I will have in Bomo very soon. Um, and if we're talking about top three, 5.5 midfielders, he's got to be in there. I mean, as I say, he's, he's hit the woodwork six times. People say he's he's not great finisher. Those will start going in, surely. Yeah, this is this is not a Traore where he's skying the ball and hitting someone in like the 18th yeah. row or something. Like this is this is a guy who hit the post six times. Remember when Alonso hit the post yeah. six times? That was like yeah, three years ago post. or something. Aha, uh-huh. and golden and post. like that, that year he scored like 180 points or something. So it definitely is coming. There's a few um, players that always seem to hit the woodwork. Like Antonio always used to be one as well. Um, Ollie Watkins, who, funny enough, last time you were on, John, <laughs> I had Ollie Watkins, and I remember you and Josh laughing at. I think he'd missed a penalty that week. It was like a comedy of errors. <laughs> but it, yeah. and Buemo feels a bit like Ollie Watkins, but cheaper and a midfielder. That's amazing. That's funny That's you it. said that. Well, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. He's he's five point five million, and he's playing up front. He's he's yeah. out and out striker in in a Brentford side that looked pretty decent. With some great fixtures coming up, um, yeah, it, is, it looks a gift. Yeah. See, the, the fact we're also unanimous on on this that you know you'll go we'd go for Salah in Buemo and um, 
my memory's going today. We're going for Salah and Bremo and Rafinha. <laughs> yeah. We'd only leave you with maximum of two other midfielders. So, uh, John, what other two midfielders between, you know, that 5.5 and 8 million would you go for? Obviously, I think you've gone for Foden, haven't you, with your hit last week? Would he... Yeah, I have. And I think, mm. I, I mean, I, I had to look at the numbers and I would still put him in there. Um, obviously, I swapped Jota to Foden. I think you can only afford one of those two. At the moment, so both of those players, you're going to have to swallow the odd benching. Maybe they'll play two in three. Jota mm. maybe now one in two. Um, for me, I mean, when I saw Foden playing against Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, he, he just looked fantastic. Uh, it, was, it was terrifying. Yeah. To the extent that Salah scored that ridiculous goal, and they gave him a, a nonsense <laughs> co-man of the match. Um, <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it's a lot of strange. But uh, I've always liked him. Last season, I, I thought he was he's a really talented player. He's probably one of their best players when he's on the pitch. I am living on the hope that he's getting a bit older. He's going to become more prominent in the City team. No one's ever nailed but that he becomes more of a key player for them. Sterling's fallen by the wayside. Torres is now injured. Yeah. Um, Grealish hasn't seemed to have the output, to be honest. We thought he was uber-nailed, and he was for a while, but uh, Foden seems to have put that at risk. So, great run of fixtures for City. Um, it, you've got to swallow a couple of benches, but I think he's worth the risk. Yeah, and he has sc- he's scored points off the bench before. Also, it's funny you mentioned Grealish because there were some comments earlier from Pep. They almost seem to suggest, in my eyes anyway, that Grealish hadn't been so outside of training and playing football. It seems like he might have not played. And this is only my interpretation, that he's he might not have played because he's not been sleeping well or whatever uh, he's doing s- in his personal Sleeping life. well. I've seen the pictures. So I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't know if it, you, you know what Pep's like. One little thing and you're out, you know, out the team. So I, I don't know yeah, if there's the more there. But, yeah. yeah. But, but that could work in, in Foden's favour as well. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. That's true. I didn't think about that. A player I wanted to mention on this was still Ishmael Assar. Like I know Watford were awful, but I guess the first thing would be they were playing Liverpool who were playing incredibly. Yeah, teams are allowed to have bad teams. had chances, didn't he? Like, he, I think he hit the post. Um, he's definitely their most attacking outlet, even if the fixtures do stiffen up. You know, some say they stiffened up already, but I think they've still a couple more games in Saar. And he's one yeah. I'm tempted to keep because I've got some value tied up in him. Like, he's definitely in the discussion. I've got him at the moment. Mm. Um, I, I benched him this week because he was playing us. Yep. But um, with the Rafinha news, I knew he was coming on and, and he very nearly scored uh, towards the end. Uh, uh, Ranieri pushed him up front, central striker. So it'll be interesting to see if he keeps with that experiment. And if so... Right, he's worth he's every penny. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I mean, Everton's not the worst game in the world. and I mean, it was the worst game in the world this weekend, by the way. That was the worst game I've seen in ages. Um, worst game. Oh, my God. Yeah goodness that was so bad i'm sorry for anyone who wasted 90 minutes but um you know they hopefully they'll be a bit more attacking against the watford side at home which you know is good for sar at least um and then they've got southampton um which again is is not a bad fixture so i think like if you're going to keep them for a couple weeks and then you know jump on someone else and that's fine but arsenal have have kind of uh, shored up a bit then they go man united and leicester um chelsea man city uh, even if we're going to be 
very nice and give him two goals in those, that's still probably not worth it. He's so cheap. He's he's one I'm finding hard to get rid of because, you know, he was 6 million. Obviously, he's gone up to 6.3 now. Like, I feel like he could be this talisman, not as good as in Buemo or mm. anything like that, but he's one I... And another player I was looking at was Zaha, for example. Now, Zaha's not even in the squad today, so it might make it a little easier to keep Do we Zaha. know why? Do we know why? Because he's a uh, good player. He's been doing well this season. I don't know. Some Palace fans seem to hate Zaha with all the new signings. I, I saw Elise he's not playing. That was annoying because I hoped I hoped he would. I hoped he would. Yeah. Um, but John, who would your third one be? So outside of obviously Rafinha and Salah, would you have like a, a third one um, that, okay. that you're definitely um, going for? Well, I, th I thought it was worth touching on, even though I wouldn't pick one of them. I thought it was <laughs> worth touching on the, the Everton midfielders because quite a few of those are fairly well-owned. The Decores, Gray, uh, Townsend, they just, they for me seem to have fallen off the cliff a little bit now. Um, the Watford game's a great fixture, so I won't be selling them this week. Yeah. But after the Watford fixture, uh, we may have DCL back, we may have um, Richarlison back, and uh, they just don't seem like they're offering enough at the moment. So I wouldn't touch those. Um, a third one. I mean, I, I, I did have an eye on Saw. Um, I suppose, i tell you who, again, I saw Ben Rama on my Game Week 4 uh, wildcard, and it's all since then, one fluky deflection. But every time I watch him, I'm worried that he's going to score. He is very active and very... Um, greedy. Very ex-lively. Yeah. yeah very <laughs> Which greedy. we love. We love he that. He seems to be offering a lot more. Yeah. Obviously, the fixtures stiffen up, so I probably wouldn't be jumping on them, but I wouldn't be in a rush to sell them if you do own them. Um, I think if I were to pick one other, it, it would probably be Saka now. But, the, but it's slim pickings. Yeah, is there seems to be a lot of players in this in this lower bracket, but there's not much to to pick between them. And I think that's why I like Sav because mm. we don't. Again, I'm going back to penalties. All I talk about is penalties, but we think he might be on penalties. Like this is the thing <laughs> that differentiates these players. It's a bit like Zaha. Like if he was playing, we know he's on penalties. Like it's it's something. Mm. So have you, have you got any Dave that you're that uh, you'll be eyeing up? I mean, we've it's only really punts left to be honest. Like. All the good ones are kind of gone. Greenwood didn't play. Jota's not playing anymore. Um, if you wanted a City mid, there's a few. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So he did. Who was I thinking of? Um, Torres. Aye, Torres is injured. Um, if you wanted to go for a City uh, guy, then you absolutely can. Like Foden's obviously. We've already talked about Foden. We've already talked about him. Um, but other than that, like, you know how I was thinking of Elianusi from Southampton just because of their their run of fixtures that are coming up. They're almost top of the, the fixture ticker. Um, he's been doing okay. Southampton have only scored five goals total this season, which is kind of crazy, right? But, but... Fixtures. No, but, well, yeah, it's the fixtures <laughs> have been rubbish for them, right? So, so I mean, Livermento's been doing magical, and that's awesome. Look but, at the upcoming fixtures, But the, the upcoming fixtures are good. I mean, they played... They're, they're act, the, the time they scored Newcastle two goals against Newcastle game week three, right? So that's fine. They scored against Everton, but they lost. They scored against Man United, but they lost. Then there was a nil-nil versus West Ham. They didn't score against City or Wolves, and they got a sneaky goal against Chelsea, right? But it's been pretty, like, tough. Uh, maybe six fixtures or something. And, you know, we've all got Livermento. They keep keeping clean sheets for some reason. 
Um, they just look really good, and I think they have been very defensively uh, mind minded. So now we're going into this period of you know we've got amazing fixtures coming up: Burnley, Watford, Aston Villa, and Norwich, and those are the fixtures that Southampton should be targeting for points. And you need to score to get points. I'm assuming that these are going to be there kind of, right, let's go for it, lads. These next four, you know, we've done well. We've come out with a lot more points than we thought we would have by this point, looking at the fixtures at the start of the season. Um, so now we've got, you know, a great opportunity to get some more on the board. Uh, let's go for it. So hopefully that happens. And I think Elianusi is a pretty decent player and he's pretty nailed on that wing. So I like him as a punt, but it would just be a punt. There's... There's a Southampton player I've had a, a midfielder I've had in a couple of my drafts. Is it Redmond? And, yeah, it's Redmond. And I know John mentioned him earlier, you know, with the stats. I'll, I'll tell you why, because it sounds silly, because I know a lot of Saints fans seem to get annoyed at him because he just can't finish. Yeah. But I noticed this at the end of last season. They played, a, I don't know why I was watching that. I was watching an FA Cup game. Uh, it was Southampton <laughs> against Bournemouth, I think. But, oh uh, it was goodness. on BBC, so I watched it. And Redmond looked insane. And then I was then the next couple of weeks he started scoring points in FPL as well. I mm. think he's a really streaky player. So with those fixtures, I mean it is a punt. He's five point nine million. Yeah. But because he looks so good, maybe you can catch you know this little golden period where he's going to be good for like two or three games. Potentially. Or it could be horrific. I mean that's like <laughs> he got all three bonus last last night or wait Saturday. So it's not a bad. I don't know if it does he start all the time and I think he. He got substituted. He didn't play the first two games. He got subbed off against Wolves. Um, I think he, I think he will. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's probably one we should check with that the Southampton fans, but it's not bad. So it's just it's fixtures well, I mostly. Think he will play. Yeah, yeah. Gone are the days where we're getting Walcott in and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, I've just recommended <laughs> Nathan. Nathan Redman. I know. So I think well, we not... scraped the barrel on that one. <laughs> Potentially. Is there anyone? <laughs> Hold on. Let me check the the thing. If we've missed anyone, by the way. Uh, how are we doing for time? Right, we've got three minutes till the piss break. So I mean, I've looked at every player this week and I wanted Elise to start and he's not started. So that's because Palace have obviously got Newcastle this week. Um, Gallagher? Uh, I mean, is anyone like... I know Gallagher was quite popular a few weeks ago. Is that of interest to either of you? Nah. Not anymore. I was very keen, actually. As I was approaching Wildcard, I was thinking he was definitely going to be on there, but um, he seems to have dried up. Uh, unfortunately, what well, he's, he's not for now, but um, one I've got my eye on for when he does come back is Bailey from Villa. He mm. got like 20 minutes, he tore it up for 20 minutes, man of the match, goal assist. Um, but I mean, he's obviously not ready to go yet. Yeah, is he is he injury prone? I don't know much about him, but he seems to be just playing, he's like, got to be. You see how fast he runs. <laughs> It'd kill me to run that fast. <laughs> Jesus. He's got a gym, Dave. Oh, my goodness. Um, no, I don't know if he's injury prone, but I bet he is. I bet I he just, is. I didn't realise he played so few minutes. 84 minutes across three games. <laughs> Not bad. Well, maybe he's just, it takes a while for him to get fit. Yeah. No, I, I like that one. I like that one as one to keep an eye on. And also, I guess, Will Prowse. But again, it's going to be because after his suspension, he's going to be on penalties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Saka. Did we, did we mention Saka? He's playing tonight, so that's probably why it didn't come into our thoughts. Yeah. But a lot of people punted on him. No, I, I not have decent fish. Oh, did you? Perfect. Yeah, John did. Good stuff. Aye, that's literally everyone, guys. <laughs> so we'll, yeah. uh, we'll go into the piss break. When we come back, we'll be talking about Rich's wildcard. Well, we talk and captaincy is the most important thing. No one cares about my wild card. I want to talk about Rich's <laughs> wild card. See you guys in a bit. 
welcome back. And during the piss break, we were just talking about um, old school, old school fantasy football, like through the post. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually kind of miss it. I actually kind of miss it. But I guess we just got to get on with FPL now. Um, <laughs> so a third headline. We thought this deserved a whole headline. It's captaincy for game week nine, because I think there's a lot of debate in the community at the moment. You know, if you go for form, which is obviously, obviously it's Salah, or if yeah. you go for the fixtures, which is, which is Lukaku. So I think we're just going to go straight straight into it. So, John, have you have you got a strong opinion on this? I know when you sent me your team earlier, you changed the captain. So I'm guessing yeah. not or? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, I think as we talked about earlier, the, part of the reason that Lukaku's even in my team was that I was fixated that I needed them this week for captaincy. Mm. Um, I have c- captained against my own player, Salah. Uh, as a Liverpool fan, the last couple of weeks I got punished when I didn't captain against City. Mm. Um, but I, but I still think that was the right decision. Um, yes, he hauled against City, and 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 no, Lukaku didn't against Southampton. But that could have quite easily gone the other way. Yeah. Um, at, the, at the moment, it, it the captaincy is on Lukaku for now. I I just think stick with the plan. I agree. Do you know what would make it? Because it's it is close for me with the form versus fixtures thing. I think mm. what makes it more tempting with Salah, it's not necessarily form and fixtures, but it's you know he gets the extra point for the goal and obviously the, the clean sheet thing. So I do prefer captain in the midfielder over a striker. He's definitely on pens, yeah. Rich, which you care a lot about too. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that, Defo, that is true. Defo is pens, even if Milner's playing these days, he still takes the pens. Yeah. So there's two things that do go in Salah's favour a little bit. You do you know, think Manchester United are not going to turn up, though, against Liverpool? They're going to play Cristiano Ronaldo. They're going to play all their best players. They're going to try really hard. I'm assuming they'll have Was all it four one in defence. one sheet in 19? Yeah. yeah it's not the Luke best. Luke Shaw has got less points over the season than Firmino has in one game. <laughs> I think it was FBL Heisenberg <laughs> tweeted that. Fair, to be fair, there's quite a lot of players, but I I, I see what you're saying. Although, remember uh, last season, when was it last season? Maybe the season before, when Liverpool just kept getting like one goal scored in them and we all had double Liverpool defence and it was just really annoying that there was a constant like one goal conceded and the XG was all, or XGC was always really low. Um, it has the same vibes, except Manchester United this year are shite like in the defense but it's still only been like one goal here and there and then all of a sudden they concede four against Leicester and it changes the whole dynamic so I don't know if maybe they were going for it against Leicester to try to get their goals back what do you think I would also add uh well Maguire got torn to pieces and I think Maguire shouldn't have been playing no Mm. did you see that corner you see the little the gif of him like watching the player as it goes by to score behind them not not Matt Man marking him, oh man, it was I mean, crazy. I, I know he's got that in his locker anyway. He, he's he's made the odd howler, but he, he just wasn't fit. So I would imagine we get a different Harry Maguire next week. Um, hopefully, but for you're his right, sake. they're not good. No, hopefully not. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> for our Liverpool's sake. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rich, do you think that Man United are going to play, you know, as bad as they have been? See, there was. Part of me was thinking, oh, in the big games last season, they always, you know, tried to keep it low scoring, keep it nil-nil. Yeah. Then I, I don't know, then I slapped myself a bit. I was like, that's 
just me talking, not wanting to wildcard. Like, I want to get rid of Man United players. I, you know, I do not want them. Mm. And yeah, so that's that's how I feel. I mean, I'm happy to have Liverpool the players this week. I just think if I captain Lukaku over Salah and Lukaku went off, I'd feel like a, a bit of an idiot. It's like a couple of weeks ago, I genuinely did consider, then I like captain in Salah against City. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact, you, you know, it seems so obvious in hindsight. And I don't think you're going to get like a Salah hat trick, but you could get a Lukaku hat trick. As in, I think the upside's higher um, with, you know, captain a player against Norwich rather than captain a player against Man United. See, uh, see, if, see if your plan has always been to captain Lukaku. I think it's like John said, it's exceptionally difficult to go against your plan and then be okay with it when your plan was right and you were wrong. Like that, I feel like that's when it, I hate myself the most is when I plan for something for ages, I change my mind that week and then it goes wrong. Um, having said that though, like 17, then a, a blank, then 10, 8, 12, 7, 13, 13, like Salah is on another level this season. And uh, yeah. uh, like Sorry. scoring 13 points against Man City and Man City have been good. Like this is this is yeah. another Manchester team that have been poor, and Salah's mm. going to go nuts. The planning for it does I, make it does make it tougher because I mean I mean personally I got in Lukaku didn't I for game week three I did that hit that cost me seventeen points off the bat and I've held Lukaku knowing that I was going to captain him against Norwich. Yeah, but then I also think is that that sunk cost fallacy where you need to think you know you just because I've done that doesn't mean he's the best captain option. Yeah. But you touched on it before. To hit that 13-point hole, Lukaku needs a brace. <laughs> Salah, goal and assist. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so to match it's him. easier to hit that double figures. I made, so the de- I made the decision a couple of weeks ago to just try and play my own game because I've been kind of like, Ugh, you know, a wild card and it didn't go well and I had some players. You know, I'm just going to take a hit. So I think this was like game week six. I thought I'll save a transfer. Even though it was a, I had a lot of flags. I was like, I'm gonna save a transfer and I'm gonna take a big hit potentially for game week eight, and then, uh, and then we'll see what's happening. And I also captained Kevin De Bruyne on purpose against everyone captain in Salah because I figured that everyone would be captain in Salah. And if Kevin De Bruyne gets a couple of goals and Salah only gets one, for example, then it, you know, that's gonna help a lot. Um, and it almost paid off. There was only two points in it. Um, I think I'm probably going to do the same this this week. So I'm going to captain Salah when everyone captains Lukaku. I just just because they're both they're both be pretty similarly owned, I'd imagine. But um, you mean captained? One thing, one thing I was going to suggest for this though is if we knew who was playing left back for Chelsea, would we feel more confident captaining? Say if we knew Chilwell was starting, or if we knew Alonso was starting, and this is very unlikely. I feel like I'd feel more confident with them than Lukaku. What captain in them? Yeah, because I, I, Norwich are not going to score, and I think it's something like fifty percent of Chelsea's goals have been defenders this season. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, imagine you captain Chelsea this week. That would have been class. Um, it's not really predictable, is it? Although Champions League's tomorrow night, uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna to have to watch the champions. We're gonna to have to make sure we we know all, all our facts. But I think the the worst case scenario is is that you pick the wrong one and everyone else picks the other guy and you're absolutely massive difference between them. But do you think that Salah's honestly not gonna score? 
Like I could say with a certainty that Salah's probably going to score, right? And and it, yeah. or at least get something, right? But I couldn't say the same for Lukaku. Just absolutely couldn't based on oh, his form. Right. So like it doesn't matter who the def- who the defenders are because it's 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 bloody Salah. <laughs> it's bloody Salah. Salah will find a way. And he's gonna, he's gonna. And unless the only thing that would stop me from captain him is if, for whatever reason, in the Champions League, United absolutely turn it around and they're and they're like, you know what? They they win twelve nil or something. They look absolutely amazing. They're they're so raging that they lost against Leicester that they just they smash through their play next and the, and mm. th- that's not gonna happen right it's not gonna happen but if it does then i'll maybe consider it but but for now like they're a lot worse than city and salah got a goal and assist and that's all i need to know yeah it's a it's a very very close one i think they like we alluded to the champions league's gonna gonna play a big part in it but if we had to pick one like now mm. john who who would yours be and who would yours be after that dave <laughs> the, the it's all Lukaku says it at the moment. Lukaku. Yeah, the pause says. The, my heart says Salah. My head says stick with the plan. Um, Lukaku. I'll say Lukaku. Yeah. Dave? I'm, I'm going to say Kevin De Bruyne. I'm going to go for Kevin De Bruyne this week. <laughs> um, he's an oh, option right? for okay. me. He's an option for me. Um, no, probably Salah. Probably Salah just now. See, I'm on Lukaku, but. It, it doesn't feel great. It really doesn't feel great. And it should, shouldn't it, against against Norwich? Like it, it really should. And that, if, that's why I was having these doubts about even having him in my team. If but you're not going to captain him. It, it's Norwich at home. Liverpool are away. Yeah, that's like that, true, that's, actually. That's something as well, isn't it? You know, with, yeah. with the home advantage. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Lukaku, but I, I'm not expecting like a lot. Maybe like a brace. What do you think <laughs> the captaincy really... percentages are going to be? Like Salah was 180%. Uh, I think they'll both be over 100, but not much. You'd you expect most be... of the casuals would just leave it on leave it on Salah. I don't think so. I was thinking that. Really? Mm. Do you think they they just leave uh, it on whoever? Because even when I was being a casual, I would still just go, who's got the best fixture? Oh, he flipped had no quite high captaincy against City. It was over 100%. Oh, really? Okay. Well, would, would, the ca- would the casuals not also look at Who's been scoring goals? Salah, 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 Salah. Lukaku's not been doing anything. Yeah, maybe exactly. we should learn from the exactly. casuals. Plus, plus Norwich <laughs> just kept a clean sheet. Who were they playing? Brighton. Right. Right. So right. Okay. there's that to look into. If you're just looking at the most basic things, Norwich <laughs> off the back of a clean sheet. Lukaku hasn't scored two. for weeks, and Salah scores every week. Two clean sheets for Norwich. That's right. Oh, is it two? Oh, there we go. There yeah. we go. <laughs> wow. right. I think that wasn't that conclusive, but I think it was worth it was worth discussing at least. Yeah, you spread um, out all the facts. Now everyone knows they can make their own decisions. We've got someone on the fence. We've got one for Lukaku, one for Salah. That's absolutely perfect politics there, right down the middle. The fence for a while. I was even, I was even <laughs> looking at the algorithm, Mikel's, Mikel Tokvam's algorithm earlier, and he has Lukaku ahead. What? But, I mean, it's, it's not by much. No, I know, but Salah's always ahead in his thing. I was, I was expected to be backed up by Mikel. Well, that's, that's very true, actually. That's very <laughs> true. Salah that. is normally top. <sighs> You know, I'm actually happy that I own De Bruyne now because <laughs> if Salah and Lukaku both do the same, then it doesn't really matter who's captain and who. Then at least I've got the third option because not many people have the third option. I feel like Brighton have kept kept four clean sheets in their eight games. Yeah, but two in it, a row. How many games did they play City? Well, they haven't played them yet, as well, you, as you well know. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, 
So w- because we're in the middle of games, we won't up. Um, we won't do any league updates at the moment. But if you'd like to join the FPL Surgery Podcast League, the code for that is four U two seven four two. And now we're going to go on to the questions. So we got quite a lot of questions actually. Oh, show me your wild card. <laughs> well, we've got to get through the questions. I forgot first. where the questions, right? Go, 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 go. Um, so our first question's from Emma. What are the next moves that entice you before the rush? Mm. I'm not sure fully I'm not sure, Emma, what fully what you mean. I'm assuming you mean transfers. Um before the rush. Yeah. I don't know what that means either. You should have asked her. Why didn't you just ask her? No, I just copied and pasted it. Just copied and pasted it. Um, <laughs> I, I presume she means uh, what transfers have you got in mind that are going to get ahead of the game before uh, someone uh, becomes a bandwagon? There you go. We needed you here, Jossie. Amazing. Um, <laughs> a great question. Rich, you go first. Let John go first. Let oh, John yeah, no, first. he understood. So he's got at least five seconds on us. Sorry, <laughs> oh, Emma. Um, to be honest, I'm really settled at the moment. I, I think I've got Mbomo. Uh, who we've all talked about, he's high on my radar. Mm. Um, I don't, he's not uh, particularly under the radar though, is he? Um, <laughs> 2.6% owned, man. He's, he's massive he's under, under the radar. Not in this FPL community, he's not under the radar, but I think outside of that, he might be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because mm. casuals don't see Bomo. how many people have hit the post. <laughs> That's the, that's the thing. We've got the extra stats here at the FPL surgery. <laughs> um, so is there any punts that you're thinking of taking at all before the rush, as it were? Before, before the rush? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying to be... I, I'm a really boring template player at times. Um, all the best are. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's serious. I, it's true. We're, we're, you're right. Where I become less boring is the fact that I always move too early and I always get excitable and take too many hits. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I try and move towards the template because there's a reason why it's a template. Everyone wants to play. The one guy who I, I'm gutted I don't have at the moment is Chilwell. I was hoping that Rudiger was going to give me an excuse to buy him, but I don't think I have it now. So Is Rudiger oh, still back in he's, training? He's, he's, he's in, is he? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, we're we're just trapped in here, aren't we? Uh, uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> drifting into Trapsons. <laughs> That's funny. Um, how much is Chilwell these days? Yeah, well, let's let's yeah, let, like like John says, let's not do our transfers yet. No, um, I just want to know how much he is. Okay. It's five point seven. <laughs> okay, cool. We got a question from Jay Royce. Leeds have scored more than one goal in a match only once all season. Game weeks two's two two draw versus Everton. Are we giving their assets too much credit? So, I mean, we talked about Rafinha, for example. Um, are there any other Leeds assets that any of us are looking at? Oh, last time I brought in a Leeds asset, no. they got injured, and it's the exact same for you, yeah. Rich. With Ailing. Uh, Bamford? Yeah. Bamford uh, for me, Ailing for him. Like they well, I, start, I started with Ailing. Like, Fair I would play, not they're still dropping in. like <laughs> flies, mate. They're still dropping. No, well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, right? And I said that I've watched Leeds a couple of times and they haven't been that good and they just don't remind me of the leads that that we've been used to in the last season and a few other people said that you know a few other podcasts mentioned the fact that leads are kind of off a bit now this question comes in it's the same thing are we giving their assets much too much credit the problem with that is that it seems like it doesn't matter if leads are doing badly or not Rafina is doing good so it's it's the same argument with sar or um i guess Vardy potentially like the 
it's not so much that Rafina's their talisman, but he's just so greedy and lively that it's just difficult for him not to score points. Um, and and Leeds are still good enough, and they press still very well to the point where they're going to get at least a couple of chances a game. So you could probably get away with not owning a Leeds player, but at the same time, I don't I don't think I would so want the, to. The, so the question that that is is basically saying, are we overrating Leeds players? I don't think there's an S on, on that word. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not plural. In last season, we all had maybe two, maybe three. We were looking at the defence. The defence is is a is a steer clear. Um, Bamford's injured. Uh, mm-hmm. Rodrigo's not really doing it. Harrison's not doing it. So it, it's only Rafinha, to be honest. And, and as you say, he is electric. So I, I think he's well worth keeping. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame. I think Dan James saved me a bit because otherwise, well, saved a lot of us maybe because otherwise we might have started looking at like doubling up with Jack Harrison, for example. Um, but yeah, I think oh, for you me mean as a well, couple of weeks just... ago before we knew they were they weren't playing very well. Say again. Do you mean like they saved you from getting Harrison in a couple oh, of weeks just ago? The, the fact the fact they say, signed Dan James means Jack Harrison's minutes are a bit more at risk. So I haven't gotcha. gone for the double up. Because otherwise, I think their their fixtures, you know, about three weeks ago, I think it started with that Newcastle run when a lot of people got Bamford. That was the kind of time you could have like doubled or tripled up on Leeds. I think yeah. that time's gone. I think Rafinha, that's it. Done. Would you, I get a lot of people, obviously, and, and the question includes, would you hold or, or would you hold him or sell him? And I don't think anyone would sell him. But if you didn't have him, would you want him in? Would you want yeah. to buy Rafina? Yeah. 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 Both of you. All right, yeah. I'll do it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jay Wars's question, not yours. But all right. No, I know. Well, the um, second bit was mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, I, I didn't even think, like, I'd think twice about it. Like, when I didn't have him, I was nervous. I've 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 sold a lot of players who were injured, etc. But Rafinha was not one that I wanted to get rid of, and I felt mm. relief when I actually got him in. Yeah. Um, and the, him scoring like for for Brazil as well, just that's the icing on top. Even yeah. though it didn't get us any FPL points. Um, so we got a question. Question. The question from Mark was basically, um, will Ole pull out his usual top four defensive masterclass against Salah and Liverpool, or will the United home crowd get on the players' backs and make things easy mm. for Liverpool? Should we turn this into a score prediction? Yeah, do it. Oh, I love I that. That's the, that's the best way. Because I'm because I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool in this one. Jossie might be biased. But... <laughs> that's good, though. That means he's going to go conservative. No? All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with two each. Yeah, I'm going to go with two each. Wow. Yeah. Because you guys both went for two nil right? and three nil, so I might as well go for a different you have to kind go of for game. What you think. Not, I I, I, gen, I genuinely <laughs> think that that they'll let in a stupid goal. Um, maybe three one then. If you guys hadn't said anything, yeah, probably three one. <laughs> but I but I would bet against you guys both being like the clean sheet thing. Like I think they they'll be so up for it and so attacking. I I, I can see them like Cristiano Ronaldo slipping in there. I would never bet against him scoring, and he'll definitely start now against Liverpool. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. And um, we got a question from FPL Soccer Crazy. He's asking about Jota. Um, obviously, I guess John, if you you can answer this one, like, what? Yeah. Would you want Jota if if you had him? <laughs> I think I think uh, 
it depends what other fires you've got in your team. Um, if you, the rest of your squad is solid and you're happy and you don't have any issues, then I think I'd be selling Jota this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, no. I just got a feeling he'll play United. The, that front three looked so good the other day. Big game against United. I think he plays for me, you know. Joss will get minutes, but um, but if you've got no other fires, I, th- I think it's probably time to move on. It's such a shame because people have, have been so unlucky with Jota. Like, I, did, I couldn't get Tell to Jota because of my team structure. Yeah, and... me and John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's been a shame. I, but I know how lucky I've been. Like, what Firmino did there could have happened, you know, several weeks for Jota. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it should have. There's been so I many think... money misses as well. Jota really damaged the effectiveness of my wildcard, I think, in, wild, in game week four. I wildcarded to bring in essentially Jota, Calvert-Lewin, Torres... Calvert-Lewin got injured before he kicked the ball. Are you me? (laughs) (laughs) I said I had all three of those players in my wildcard. Oh, it's been horrible, hasn't it? It's been horrible. Um, Yeah. But I'm very happy to not have him anymore because that was a headache. Um, Yeah. And if I still had him, I'd take a hit to get him out because that's how annoying he was for me. And I did that. So it's not like I'm telling you to do something I wouldn't do. Um, He was part of a massive overhaul. So we've got. I think we'll do one more one more question, then we when we move on to our onto our teams. Yeah. Um. So question from FPL Farrell. This question is quite interesting. So is it time to shift the second premium in our squads from up front to midfield? Having a spot for Mane, KDB, or Son seems the next step. Moving away from Lukaku, Ronaldo, is this a viable option? So I guess, and I know John, you've already said you you never fancied three premium in the in the first place. But would it be more tempting if it was two midfielders and a striker, or does you know the same apply? Uh, I think if it's Sun, it's a little bit more manageable because mm. it's not three players who are all twelve million quid or all. Um, uh, touching on Mane, I, I love Mane. He's a great pick, but the problem I have with having two circa twelve million pound players is I, I want captaincy options. And I don't want to be choosing between Salo and Mane captaincy every week. Um, mm, so great I, point. That's what puts me off Mane. Yeah. Um, KDB, a great shout. I mean, if anyone's got him in recently, that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's more doable if it's Sun. Oh yeah, for sure. I think the the you're absolutely right in that like the the ten point five million mark is so much easier to get to, and and really the only way that I could feasibly see myself doing uh the kdb thing would be if you lose trent because it's so hard to have like a proper um mm. decent midfield then also have trent and a cancelo and a Chilwell or whatever um so yeah, yeah the the, the 1.5 million i found that in trent and and it is a difficult decision because kdb is not obviously not going to be 100 percent nailed yet or anything like that it's a big punt but um yeah, I think it's like two risks, isn't it? Because you're risking not having Trent, first of all, who's always going to be highly owned, but then you're obviously risking a very expensive Man City midfielder. Yeah, I can't, so, I can't. I like it. <laughs> Sorry, go for it. I'm also yet to be convinced that KDB has the same output that he did um, a year or so ago when he was like tearing up the league. Um, time will tell. He's had a few injuries. Yeah, uh, scored a cracker at the weekend. So it's hard to. It's, it's a very good punt. It's hard to to punt on them now. They had three really good games, and now they only have two. 
and you might it might take you two transfers so that would be a hit you know what i mean like we're, we're starting to get to the point where maybe you only get him in for the next game week not this one coming which is then you've only got one game with him and then he's got kind of iffy so it makes more sense not to do it which is actually why i did it because i figured that if he if he's going to do well then not many people are going to jump on him and you know i'll have him for all three games it'll be really difficult unless you're on wild card which a lot of people now don't have anymore um having said that you know two free transfers kdb and Cancelo to Trent and Son can happen in you know four game yeah. weeks or whatever. Reverse it. Um, reverse it. Easy peasy. And it's like we talked about Ooh. before. You know, it's very hard for people if you've got KDB and your rivals don't, and he does well. It's hard for them to get to it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, again, when he lost penalties because he doesn't seem to want them at all. Um. Nah. That was quite a big thing for him because he was scoring a, quite a few. You know, it was it was a bit like Bruno where he'd get a penalty in it. You know, your 10 points banked. Do you he think he has them? On top. Do you think he has them if Maris isn't playing, though? I don't think he wants them. No. The impression I, I get. I mean, obviously, I it's just speculation, but yeah. So weird. Who doesn't yeah. want to score more goals? He cares about assists. Aye. I'm sure he's deliberately not scored before to bump up his assist rate, you know, to break a record or something. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. Like... See if he scores four assists instead of a goal. I'm happy with that. Just, just, just get me something. Um, but yeah, in terms of the actual question itself, um, obviously I've went for three expensive players, but it is really difficult to do, especially when there's so many awesome, what, easy, cheap players that are doing just as well. What I would say, kind of twisting the question a little bit, rather than is it the time when we do want to get off Lukaku in a, in three weeks time, maybe really viable to maybe think about just going to two midfielders, maybe go, yeah. um, I, who you go up front then? Um, the Jimenezes and the, maybe Fabinho. Um, maybe. <laughs> That's going to be hard. And we might have Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin might be back, who you touched on earlier as well. So, yeah, I, I could mm. see that actually. You know, Lukaku right down to someone and then bumping up the midfield. Um, I think Farrell hasn't got, Farrell's still got his wild card. So, I guess he can gamble a little bit, a little bit more. Um, I mean, obviously, something I wanted to do a few weeks ago was get Mano, but. Mm. it's difficult isn't it it's difficult when you're like like john said about the captaincy never actually going to captain mano over over salah unless you're gambling on something like you're trying to win a manager of the month in the mini league or something that's the only time i could see i'll do something like that yeah i think the 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 mano thing would like is a short-term punt anyway right like you do it for the best fixtures where you want to double up and then you'll probably move him out rather quickly so you're not really looking to captain anyone else other than salah anyway so it's not like you're gonna you know, oh, I, I want KDB because I want to have the option between Salah and KDB. But if 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 Salah and Mane have the best fixtures, it's going to be Salah. But then you also get the added bonus of having a nailed on Liverpool. I, I could see there being a time, a time when we might want for two or three weeks that opportunity might arise where we have Salah, Mane, and Trent, and you just hope Liverpool go wild. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, because I think that happened, didn't it, with the double game week where you know some people got um, a one point, you know, triple captain when Mane got injured, but. We, yeah, oh, sorry, well sorry. Done. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know that, but um, <laughs> that was the time when we had. But they weren't as. Ex- I don't think Mane was as expensive then. I think he was eleven, but he went up a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, in game week twenty two, they played Brentford, Crystal Palace, Leicester, Burnley, and Norwich. Um, mm. Before then, they've got like a little tiny, you know, Wolves, Villa, Newcastle. But Wolves isn't the best. Um, so yeah, I think the time has passed, unfortunately, for Mane. I Sad did look times. at a couple of wildcard drafts 
with both and i've actually changed my mind on it like i think it's better you have to sacrifice quite a lot mm. to do it yeah. um i i think like because john obviously mentioned son and i guess vardy's in the same bracket like i think it's just a bit easier to have a strong defense and it depends what week you wildcard as well like this week seems a very heavy week where you know chelsea and city have got good fixtures so you want to go bigger at the back maybe if you're wildcarding in a few weeks time you might look at something you know, mm-hmm. a little bit different like the focus might not be on these chelsea assets who get rotated yeah <laughs> no 100 percent. but then also lucky. but also with the city thing just keep in mind that they have an absolute diamond run i think game week 16 15 like they play it's all it's a sea of green basically so it's not just these you know three or four fixtures that you've got that are decent in the next six but then after um and to be honest man united aren't even that kdb you mean yeah kdb and walker and like you said the kdb and mana is kdb's got these assets like foden like who john's got where they're a lot cheaper and can he could not he could actually match kdb that's true i don't think mana's got someone who can match him at liverpool yeah i other than salah yeah which we all have Jota's, yeah, Jota's the one we thought might be able to. You know? I know, it's Firmino. Firmino. But, oh, um, a million percent. Let's get into our trapped-ins then. Yeah, let's so, do it. Oh, yeah. we're saving the so, best for, um, no offence, John or myself, but I really want to know his bloody wild card. <laughs> I mean, I sent you it, you just couldn't be bothered to open it. It wasn't couldn't be bothered, I was absolutely 100% not looking on purpose. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, coming up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, John, this is your team in front of us there. So this is my team, yeah. And as you can see, I've got a bunch of nice fixtures for my team this week. The only question mark was Rudiger. Uh, yeah. We believe he's back in training, so hopefully he's okay. I've got Livermento at home to Burnley and White at home to Villa on the bench, so I really don't think I need to do anything. Um, as I said earlier, I was tempted if Rudiger was going to miss out to jump on Chilwell, but doesn't really feel like a, a sensible use of a free transfer to jump on and chill. So at the moment, boring as it may sound, I think I might be rolling this week. I don't do that very often. Mm, interesting. Just for the listeners then, uh, Sanchez and goals, Trent, Rudiger, Cancelo, Salah, Rafina, Sar, Foden, Antonio, Lukaku and Tony with, uh, as you said, Livermento, White and uh, Weiss. I really like this team. It's a belter team. It's almost as if you know the only card. thing, the only thing I'll change is if you, I'm not saying do this as a transfer, by the way, but if Go you had Foster. Foster instead of Gun, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Hello. it could actually be a wild card team. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was, I was thinking. I, you there. know, I deliberately didn't take Foster because he was so highly owned. I didn't think he was going to get the starting position, and for the fear of him getting fire sold and losing point one. To be fair, though, do you think he's getting it? I should have triple Watford. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't even notice that. Sarah and Suzuko. Oh, God. That's hilarious. you block your fourth one. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, The the thing with Foster is that, uh, like, no one predicted that he would start. But also, he probably got a start because of a new manager, right? You know, they jump in, they change everything about just in case. He was the most likely to start of the the 4.0s, wasn't he? Because he lost his place due to an injury last year. Yeah. Um, but it was lucky. Like, I mean, I've got him. It was lucky. I mean, I've never used him, but it's a, it's a bit of a gift. Yeah. I think it's it's annoying, though, because it's not one you're going to risk, is it, where you're just going to have Foster and then another 4.0. Are you going to keep him on your that... wildcard? Say again? Are you are you, are you going to keep him on your wildcard? Foster? As a backup? I think yeah. he's, yeah. Right. But okay. all, my point was, like, John's team, look, it looks like 
a wild card team. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. When I seen that, it, it's just the backup goalkeeper and maybe. <laughs> I mean Suzuki, you know, he, at least he plays better than Billy Gilmore. Yeah. Oh poor Billy, yeah. he's just putting and, up uh, a shift. Sato and Bomo is an easy move in a, in a week or so. I mean, it's half tempting this week, but I thought I'm going to give Sato a, a couple of games and see how he gets on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have money in the bank? Looking good. I have. I have. If you give me a second. 1.1 million. Bloody. Are you still... I, I can't believe we've gone the whole episode without asking you this. Are you still chasing you, um, price rises? <laughs> um... There is a part of the argument that I bought Foden for Jota because it looked like there was going to be a 0.2 swing on the, <laughs> the uh, Friday night. But, but no, I would never do it just for the price move, but I was thinking to myself, if, if I'm going to do this move on Saturday morning and it's going to cost me 2.2 more, I'll be fuming. So I need to decide now, do I want this or not? And right. so I decided I wanted it and the jumps. So you've taken it back um, a little so, bit. So, to answer your question, yeah, I have I have reined that in quite a lot. I mean, my team value is hundred. I don't even know. I would have normally known off the top of my head. Hundred two point four. That's really low for me. That's um, what, I've, really I've high. <laughs> that's <laughs> loads more than me. I'd and you had the same like wild card. Three and a half, hundred and four. I know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, any thoughts on Antonio? Yeah, I mean, he didn't look great the other night. Um, I'm holding him for now. He's he's on thin ice, to be honest. I'll see how it goes. The thing is, with strikers, they can go a few games without scoring. He could hit two or three on the bounce. Uh, we know he's got it in his locker. Um, I mean, he very nearly scored um, when he won the corner. Yeah. Um, that they scored from, so... Yeah, for now, he's okay. But yeah, he's probably one of the ones that's on tonight. Fair play. All right. So we're rolling, but we've got our eyes on Antonio and uh, yeah. Sar. And the team looks good. So what, what about yours, Dave? I know you were asking about Antonio. Thanks, boys. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> it's normally a bad thing. I'll tell you what, because um, the last couple of weeks, people have said my team looked good. And then I plummeted in rank, so... There's some, there's some kind of curse. <laughs> Maybe you're just shite. All right, my team. <laughs> um, same keeper. It was you that said it was good, though. I, I did say it was good, but I, I've never said you were good. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so harsh. Um, Sanchez, Walker, Cancelo, Christensen, Ben Rama, and Buemo, Salah, De Bruyne, Antonio Lukaku, Armstrong, with Livermento, and uh, goal-scoring legend Cody on the bench. Um and then to Nabody's. So my minus eight was supposed to hold me for a week. So I'm probably definitely going to be rolling um, at least at least one week before I start doing mental stuff again. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, my eyes are on Ben Rama and, and, and Antonio as well. I've got both of them still um, because of all the defensive transfers and strikers that have been injured. So I haven't, I've just kind of left them and they've, not been doing too well but at the same time they're still highly owned i'm not i'm not alone in having them and holding them but i don't have rafina which is the thing and i might be able to get away with them playing wolves but you know there's still quite a good couple of fixtures left in their run and uh i don't know whether to bring him in or not i'm probably gonna roll just for the sake of it but yeah 
I'm annoyed that I don't have Rafina uh, this week. Uh, are you nervous about Armstrong now? Nah, every time every time someone doesn't play, Livermento comes off my bench and 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 saves me. I've had like <laughs> maybe thirty points off my bench, no joke, since the start of the season. Mm. Um, it's been nuts. Um, Cody's this week. Last week was Livermento. The week before that, I think I had two players off my bench that both scored. Um, so I'm not too too bothered. But if he doesn't start two games in a row, then I'll probably need to I'll probably need to start getting nervous. Put it that way. But then it's yeah. an easy it's an easy change to Tony, so it's not like yeah. it's not like how I much can't money have you got anything. in the bank? Uh, 0.5 I was point one away from getting Diaz instead of Walker, so I went with mm. Walker instead because I didn't know what the other centre back was going to start. I feel bad that I talked you into Armstrong. <laughs> you didn't really no. It was uh, the reason why we got Armstrong. Remember was because I needed to do something. Everyone kept getting injured, and I needed to sort it until when did I get him in? From I got him for you were going to get some Maximam who. I mean, I think he scored one goal, but he's not looking like a great option now. A goal and an assist. Um, And I wouldn't have had enough money to do the minus eight anyway. So Armstrong was cheap enough. Um, It's only been three game weeks. Uh, He didn't score against Chelsea, fair enough. He didn't score against Wolves, fair enough. They're they're still a very defensive team. Um, And he didn't play against Leeds. But the reason why I brought him in was for the, you know, Burnley, Watford, Aston Villa, Norwich. And that's what he's coming up. So I'd switch. I don't know if you agree, John, but I'd switch straight to Tony. Well, you can. Just now. Wait. Well, don't do it now. Wait I'd till Friday. No, no, I'm doing it right now. Hold on. Right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> what? So you would go Tony immediately against Leicester? Actually, I don't know. Armstrong versus Burnley. You'd, you'd feel silly if Armstrong plays, but the thing is, like, like I mentioned with um, Redmond's form, mm. unless they put Redmond on the wing... Mm. It's, it's really... And then Ward-Prowse is back next week, so Ward-Prowse will then take penalties back from armstrong and that was only an assumption that he's on pens so yeah i well i could roll this if i roll this week then that means i could bring in rafina and tony next week for armstrong and ben rama that sounds good those sound like decent transfers and it also you know what if armstrong plays and stuff is it worth taking him out i would rather have two transfers Ben Rama, you know tottenham still haven't looked amazing even though they're kind of they they did okay in the weekend so um I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not really bothered about. This is the first season that I've played where I'm not bothered about prices at all. So I have been just letting people lose price and stuff, and it's not really been bothering me too much at all. Tell by the red flags on your bench. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just don't care. It's and it hasn't like really like I I avoided going Diaz even though he was he was benched. It's not been a huge deal. Like Walker's fine. He's in the same boat as Diaz in my opinion. Um, Christensen was was a price saver, and he's kind of done all right. so yeah, it's not it's not too bad. Um, but anyway, without mm. further ado, Mister Rich. I mean, this might not be my final wild card. Of course, I've been not. tinkering a lot in between only, my work calls. It's only Monday, and, uh, and actually, it'll be a surprise uh, when you pop pop it on the screen. John got really close to the screen there too. He's like, <laughs> so excited! All right, read out so, for the. I've, People's. I've had a few variations. So at the moment, this uses all my money in the bank. So Sanchez and Foster in goal, same as I've got at the moment. Concello, Diaz, Azbilicueta, Trent, and Livramento. Wow. I'm not sure on the Chelsea defender or if I'm going to have a Chelsea defender. I want to see, you know, what wingbacks play for Chelsea tomorrow night. Because something like that messed me up last season was I had defenders who weren't nailed on. And that's what's messed me up the last few weeks as well. So I need to be a little bit careful. Midfield is Salah, Son, Rafinha, and Buemo. 
with Brownhill as a backup. Lukaku, Tony, and Roger as well. He might be risky, but I don't want to have Scarlett. I think at least Roger will get some minutes. And he'd probably be my first sub for a couple of weeks. So it's like a 4-4-2. I can't believe my eyes. This is very similar to my team. Very, very similar to my team. And it's the exact is same it? thing that happened. Yeah, so you've got two cities. similar to your team? A two city, a Chelsea, Livermento. Um, the only difference is um, that I've got, I took away Trent for um, whoever, a wee rubbish person, because I wanted KDB over Son. So we've already talked about that. Um, Rafina and Buemo instead of Ben Rama and Buemo. We've already talked about that. And then Armstrong, Tony, Lukaku's there. And the only difference is uh, uh, Antonio. It's completely different. Nah, to it's, very, it's the exact same structure. It's the exact same setup almost. And in two game weeks, I'm going to have 10, 11 of your players. That's nuts. Oh, I'm feeling really happy about myself right now. But what I mean, a team. It's a great it's team. Decent. It's it, a very good team. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You have it's how much just... money in the back? 12, oh, nothing. 12, oh, in the 18 back. Yeah. In the, at the back. You have 26 million, uh, not including Livermento. Yeah, I mean, it would be a big million. four. Yeah. Cancelo, Diaz, Azpilicueta and Trent. I was really excited to get Livermento for only 4.2 because he's been a player where I've been watching his price go up and I thought he'd gone up a little bit more than he had. And mm. I knew I had to get on him. I'm just annoyed that Duffy's up to 4.4 now. Um, yeah, the only annoying. thing that I might change is I'm torn between Vardy and Son. Like, so who I would really you go with did... instead of Son? No, I don't if you want to lose get... Saar. I don't want to lose Saar either. What would you do then? Would you go Vardy over uh, Tony and then Son to like Saka or something? No, you wouldn't even have enough. So, Saar, I could, so I've got Saar in my team still, like in my actual team. So yeah, I've yeah. got it for 6.1 or whatever it is. Um, so he can come in for Brownhill and then I'll just downgrade one of the defenders. So like Azbilicueta might become like Christensen a budget, or whatever. budget defender, basically. Ah, okay. So you'd, you would lose one at the back for Vardy. Yeah, but I, I, need to, I need to have a think about it. Like, this is pretty much the outline. Like, I'm definitely going to go Sanchez and Foster. Cancelo and Trent and Liveramento, 100% nailed. Salah, Rafinha, and Buemo nailed. I'm definitely having Lukaku and Tony. Trent nailed, yeah. Trent's nailed, yeah. Because the thing is, I looked at... You can do much better teams without Trent, but I'm going to want him back straight away. The fixtures aren't actually what that bad. What do you mean bad. straight away? What does that mean, straight away? Like, As if you didn't in, have him... Every single week, I'm going to watch Trent. Like, oh, I'd like to get Trent. I'd like to get Trent. I'd like to get Trent. And it's I, I don't want to be using my transfers on defenders anymore. <laughs> He's That's what messed it. me up last season. That's what's been messing my transfers up the last few weeks. What do you think, John? I remember selling Trent uh, because he had a blank and the mm. following week he had Leicester when Leicester were title challenge inside. It's Boxing Day. Uh, mm. Yeah. And and he proceeded to get 24 points. <laughs> I was devastated. I lost 300 grand on him, which and that probably hit me more than the 24 points. <laughs> well, the uh, price I bet it did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it did. Yeah, he's terrifying. I lost... Sorry, so I what think, I've yeah. been thinking is down the line, I might even want to get a second Liverpool defender, like not at the moment, but I might even look at Robertson or something because the cheap midfielders, like you can go without Son, you can just have cheap midfielders across the board and you've almost got too much money. So one of the reasons I've got Son is because you, honestly, try a wild card, you almost have too much money. It's because everyone's, I was going to say died again, you know, like when I say that, everyone that we were spending 8 million on up front is now no longer an option, like DCL, Bramford, Antonio. See, Antonio, actually, he's one I probably should consider a little bit more. 
Have you still got them in your team? Oh, no, no you didn't have them to begin with. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, but, I mean, it's not been a disaster selling him. I think he scored once since his injury. Oh, no, of course. Like, it's 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 just been good fortune. Um, yeah. But the but the thing here is that you've got Tony and Broja and zero money. Well. Like, if you're if any one of those guys comes back, it's who, who, who are you getting rid of first if you want them? Like, Say where, again, sorry? Where are you getting your money from? Are you going to sell Son? For, for, for what? For anyone else, say say someone comes in that's absolutely smashing it. I don't know Robertson or DCL. or DCL, whoever. Well, yeah. Like, well, where yeah. where are you getting your money from? Because yeah, Son so is obviously an early punt that you're getting in for a specific game week, which is yeah. In the so future. Son, I probably want from game week twelve more than now. But look, I'm assuming Lukaku. It might not happen, but Lukaku might be one that comes down. Son could be one that comes down. Hmm. The defenders can come down. Don't kid yourself, mate. You're not bringing Lukaku down anywhere. You're you're getting Kane. You're know. moving Kane into I... your team as soon as well, yeah, as soon so as his fixtures go. Kane. This is actually yeah. <laughs> been something that's on my mind as well. But then if I go for Son, it's not as desperate to get Kane. Ah, uh, okay. So you're gonna save you yeah. from yourself. I'm also trying not to think too far ahead. Ambrosia, like I don't know if he's gonna be nailed. Like he will be my first sub for a while. But then if he becomes nailed, like I've got him at the lowest possible price. Yeah. 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 Anyway, this good. is this might not be my team. This might not be my final team. This is the you know what it's like when you're wildcarding? This was like the latest team when I put this on the schedule. Yeah, um, So let's, let's, should we wrap things up? Yeah, kind of. I'm, I want to look at this team a bit more. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to what your final thing is. I, I've, sent, I've sent it to your email, so you can just look at it all night. <laughs> is there anyone, before we before we wrap up, wrap up, is there anyone that you really want a wildcard but you haven't got here? Other than Antonio, which you mentioned. See, Vardy, Vardy, and, Vardy against Son. Right. I don't know if I want Vardy that much. I had him a lot last season, didn't I? And he did all right some weeks. It's crazy how confident you are. Like, usually when I'm wildcarding, and John, I don't know if you're the same, but, like, I'm always, like, there's, like, six different 50-50s that are going on in my mind. Yeah. And all you've really got is, yeah. like, oh, is it Vardy or Son? And that that's pretty good. That means that, you're, you know, your whole back Sar- line's nailed pretty actually, much. Sar-, Sar is one, actually. Oh, well, I but feel I like you're just saying that now that I said that. because <laughs> no, he, he's one I've got money tied up in. So it's oh, like if yeah. I come off him, so like do. it's annoying, isn't it? You know, I bought him for six. He's oh, now gone up bad. to 6.3. Like I he, can sell for 6.1. He was always, this is, this is where it comes to roost though, where you were always, you bought in loads of different players with the words, you know, but I've still got my wild card, but now you, you know, you're using your wild card. So there's a lot of those players that you have I'm in your team is now. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm not I mean? using it for anything exciting. I'm just basically just, just fixing, fixing it. It's just restarting the team. That's it's what not, it's there for, man. I'm not really attacking any fixture swings. Some of these players went up last week and I didn't jump on. Um, but I, the main reason I'm doing it, I can get Brentford players in as well. Like I actually, I would like a third Brentford player. Like if I have like a three at the back, I'll get a Brentford cheapie in like Rico Henry. Yeah. I or something, a wee defender. Maybe. Potentially. But anyway. Yeah. All right, cool. So thank you very much everyone for tuning in and watching. John, thank you so much, mate, for hanging out with us as well. You've been amazing appreciate it thanks for having me is there anything you would like to plug before we finish up uh not particularly uh you can find me at at fpl jossie um on twitter and i do my fpl planner there uh, on the hub um Mm -hmm. yeah come say hello give me a follow amazing yeah joss jossie's spreadsheet is incredible like absolutely incredible i'm I'm awful at spreadsheets i'm actually trying to learn pivot tables and if it wasn't (laughs) so late where you are i'd I'd have a couple of questions for you but it can can wait 
Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, thank thanks so much for coming on, John. Always a pleasure. All right. Cheers, yeah. everyone. And just one last thing for you, Rich. Up the pod, John. Up the pod. Up the pod, guys. See you in a bit. Thanks for watching. Bye.